1: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, April 27th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing Adio Ye Jr. And joining me is Tim ma Fucking geddies
0: Let Tim host. Happy birthday, Greg Miller. And oh my God, what a Monday, Bless. We're what waking up day. to some, some good news just raining all over us, man. Oh, we man, were there, just making bless. It rain. It was me and you when the news it was me and you. The bad news, the dark ages, they're over, though. They're over, man.
1: They're over. Good news, though, is only ahead. It's, it's weird how these things come full circle because I was thinking about that right before the show started. Right, I was putting together the doc and I was like, man, it was me and Tim toward mm-hmm. the end of a KFGD like about a month ago now where the, the last was two delay news came in. And me and you were both like indefinite delay. Me and you were both like like we were both shocked. Like mm-hmm. we expected a delay. But I, th- I think the news still hit us a- in a way where it was like, oh, snap, like it re- it's really happening. And then, yeah, that indefinite word put on it really puts – it, it really made things kind of heavy mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. in a way where we're just like, I don't know how to react to this. This is this is crazy. But I know how to like, react
0: to this news.
1: When the sun goes down, Tim, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the sun always comes back up. I think that's, that's, that's what exactly. they say. That's, that's the what same. they say. I definitely <laughs> did just make that up just now. Of course, if you're listening, then you probably know that today's stories include Last of Us 2 being leaked, Last of 2 receiving a new release date, and wwe 2k battlegrounds because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you the ner- nerdy news you need to know about if you're watching live you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kind of slash you're wrong if you don't want to watch live you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily to be a part of the show head to patreon.com slash kind of funny games Where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with the exclusive daily post show um now it's time for some housekeeping but before housekeeping actually tim how are you doing how's your weekend i'm doing fantastic
0: man it was a great weekend um i felt like i got a lot done you know we've been uh just just here i've been playing some games i've just been you know we're playing a little bit of that predator that was a lot of fun a lot of that fun. Really we, we did a, a stream on Friday for that, um, sponsored by PlayStation uh, and Ophonic. You can go mm-hmm. check that out now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Phony Games. we got a whole, a whole video there. we got more streams to come. But, yeah, that was probably the most fun I've had playing video games with people in a long time. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, dude! I I since then I've been playing Predator all weekend, uh, and people can he, hear more about that on PS because we're gonna do a whole a whole uh, Predator review. Um, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be Greg, and I believe we might be even bringing on some special guests for that. Ooh, um, my special guests, I mean Nick and Andy. I love it. <laughs> so I love it. Stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, that's happening. Of course, uh, for uh, to get back to the housekeeping, of course, Google Stadia Connect is happening tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time, and we're reacting to it why right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games it's gonna be me it's gonna be tim's gonna be greg and yeah these these google stadia connects only happen once in a blue moon and so mm-hmm. we figured it's worth it to, to see what's about it is
0: like i i don't know if uh it's possible for me to be excited for this based on the the previous track record of what these usually entail but at this point i'm just kind of itching for some game news like i'm i'm oh, ready yeah. to see some announcements even if they're for things that i like stadia which some that i don't particularly care too much about but I just I want to get back in that rhythm of companies feeling like they can announce things again, you know, like that. Yes. We need to get the the train a chugging.
1: I I feel like for for and we're gonna talk about it more because this is actually a news item. But like I feel like for Stadia, right? This is uh for this to be happening early. May, I guess we're in late April, yeah, because this is happening the twenty eighth. So yeah, for us being late April going into May, right? Like E three season is right around the corner. Is this kind of what their E three presence would have been like? I'm sure let, let's I save wonder. it for when we get
0: let's, into the
1: let's, let's save the it for story. when we get in there but because there's a conversation we had there but we're gonna be reacting to it live with you guys tomorrow 9 a.m pacific time stay tuned for that also tomorrow it's our second sponsored predator hunting ground stream uh tuesday at 2 p.m kind of funny it's going to be hunting down the one the only the predator Al will try on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games <laughs> i love that uh, we have that's an, great it's great i'm really i'm really excited for that one uh we have a disneyland video that's live now tim do you want to talk about what that is yeah
0: so uh uh, last weekend the nanobiologist himself um invited me over for his twitch stream where he had a great idea to go visit disneyland it was me belinda josh silverman and um and him and all of us were just checking out going on all the different disneyland rides using disneyland adventures on the xbox but every time we got to a ride we switched to a youtube point of view video of the ride it's a lot of just hanging out disneyland because none of us can actually go now during the whole quarantine times um, so that video is now live on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You can check it out. It was a lot of fun. It's like three hours just hanging out with friends, man. So it's, yeah. a, it's a good time. And if you like Disney at all, highly recommend giving the video a shot.
1: Yeah. I tuned in for a split second when you guys were streaming live and I was like, yeah, this is like a pretty good time. This is a pretty cool idea. And so I definitely recommend people go check that out to see what that's about. Uh, today is Greg's birthday. Happy birthday. Greg Miller. Happy Tweet birthday, at Game birthday, Greggy. Greg
0: Miller. 37. That's 37.
1: Crazy. 37. That's <laughs> That's like yeah, it's like row. seventeen years more than I would have expected out of Greg Miller. You know, <laughs> <laughs> staying alive and healthy
0: somehow. No, I love it. Everyone, go send some sweet nasty love to at Game Over on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere you can find him. He is one of the greatest forces of positivity I've ever met. One hundred percent. He deserves some positive information
1: back. You know what I mean? Exactly. So some of that positive feedback, right back at him. Make sure to tweet at him. Let him know uh, that you appreciate him. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Muhammad Mohammed, Al Tribesman, uh, and Black Shack. Today, we're brought to you by Old Spice. We'll so talk about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some <laughs> news. We
0: have today. Oh, Baker, Damn, Cav. Christ almighty. He has too much energy today. I thought wow. I thought I'd change
1: it up. Sorry, guys. No, wow. let's, let's scratch if that one from before. there. All right. I wonder <laughs> what the comment's are gonna be on this one.
0: <laughs> <God>.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be out of my oh, ears. Man. Yo, yeah, if you weren't awake before, you're awake now. Starting with number one, the last was part two and ghosts of Shima have received new dates. I'm pulling this from a blog post over on the PS blog. This is written by Herman Holst, the head of worldwide studios over there at, at um, Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, Herman writes, as our teams at Sony Interactive Entertainment and worldwide studios approach development milestones and confront a world changed by COVID-19, we find ourselves having to adapt to today's ever-changing environment. Amidst some disruptions to our working, uh, working styles, we wanted to provide an update to PlayStation gamers who are eager to learn when our next exclusive titles will arrive on PS4. As we begin to see an ease in the global di- distribution environment, I am pleased to confirm that The Last of Us Part Two will arrive on June 19th, and Ghost of Tsushima will follow on, Ju- or on July 17th.
0: Let's go, baby!
1: Let's go. I want to personally congratulate and thank both teams at Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch Productions on their achievements. As we know, it's not, easy, it's not an easy feat to reach the finish line under these circumstances. Both teams have worked hard to deliver world-class experiences, and we can't wait to see what you think of, that, uh, what you think of them when they release in just a few short months. And finally, I want to thank the PlayStation community for their continuous support and patience. Tim, yes. we did it. Last of Part Two is coming. out. Know up. what
0: we did, but I'm I'm happy we. I don't did know it. what we did, but the order we did to make this all happen, dude. What to me, perfect release dates. This is such good news for a multitude of reasons. Least of which, we get to play these games. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a fear that I legitimately had that Final Fantasy VII Remake was going to be the last major game that we got for months, and that's not the case anymore. We now know that we got two of the biggest games of the year coming month after month. Like that's given us something like very fun to look forward to with some like real meaty quality gaming experiences coming in like within two months we're getting one we're getting the other back to back that sounds like a perfect amount of time it's not going to be like resident evil 3 and final fantasy 7 remake we have to like rush through it week to week just to get through that stretch that we had from like march 20th to final fantasy right this is that's nice it's like a perfect little uh drop in the breadcrumbs but on top of that this is way sooner than i expected from uh Uh, The Corona standpoint uh, of of like the all of the delays and all that stuff of them trying to figure out because we all know the reason is they can't make enough physical copies of this game to Mm -hmm. justify putting it out because we know it's going to sell millions in its first couple days. You need to make sure that you have those copies available to be bought or else you're just putting your product out to die and you can't do that for a product as big as Last of Us. So to me what this is telling me is the world is starting to catch up and starting to figure out solutions to the video game world. I mean,
1: Tim Amiad Amiyad Fredman writes in and says, "Rejoice, PlayStation fans! The Last of Us Two has a new release date. Unfortunately for me, it is also uh, my wife in my anniversary. This, a decision on par with the hard choice Joel had to make at, at Last of Us One. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Mine is way harder. What do you think changed Sony? What do you think changed at Sony in making this decision? It is unlikely the world will look drastically different in June. Physical sales will surely still take a hit." Did Sony have a change of heart? Are they just being hopeful? Also, do you think the change in release dates was all, was related to the supposed uh, story leak that leaked today? Thanks for keeping us uh, company during the COVID craze. And happy birthday, Greg. Hope it is a great one. I'm Yod.
0: I don't think it has anything to do with the leak. I think that that is just a shitty coincidence, honestly. Um, yeah. I do think that it has to do with them. Look, we all know that it's not going to be the perfect storm scenario that they would have wanted for this game to be released. But I do think that this is evidence that they have found some type of production pipeline that they feel confident in, at least getting them to a point that that makes sense to actually put this product out. Let alone go to Tsushima the next month, right? Honestly, to me, this sounds good because I don't think these dates are going to get delayed. This sounds pretty final, and mm-hmm. we're close enough. I mean, anything can change these days. Who of the hell knows? But like, I feel good Coronavirus about it.
1: Part two comes through, and all of a sudden- exactly.
0: Um, but I feel pretty good about this right now, and we're close enough that I think it's actually going to happen. I think it's going to to work for them because I again have confidence that they've figured out some type of pipeline, which makes me feel even better about the PS Five and Xbox Series X later in the year. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, if we're, I think... if we're starting to like solve these problems now. That's good for the inevitability of there having to be that tough decision of are the next gen consoles coming this year or not?
1: Yeah, I I, I think this is definitely that th- this is definitely them adjusting and them being them kind of having time to figure th- things out and i think this is going to translate to like a lot a lot of a lot more of what you'll see uh during the pandemic is people figuring out what pipelines look like you know i, th- I think the big thing when uh stay at shelter at shelter at stay or stay at home shelter, whatever in was, place. Whatever was shelter in place thank you i think the big thing when shelter in place was like first put into put in put in place right like that was an immediate stop right that was a lot of people having to, to 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 work from home immediately a lot of people having to stop what they were doing and just like leave everything where uh, where they are right and go home um i think now that we've been home for a while you're seeing companies kind of adjust and be like all right cool now that this is the case and it's going to be the case indefinitely it seems how do we adjust how do we make this work how do we how do we figure how do we print copies of discs right like what does that look like uh uh you know where are we at in the queue in terms of things that are backed up right how does this look like long term and and how, how can we place a date based on this i think that's what you're saying i don't think um I don't think this is a reaction to the the leak that happened yesterday, which we'll talk about because that's our next news story. But I what, like I, I think a leak happening right last night, I don't think you can you can turn around and make the decision to announce a release date this morning, right? Like yeah. that's that's way too quick, especially because it's not like they're just announcing the last release date, right? They're also delaying Ghost of Tsushima. That's yeah. a those are big ships to uh to navigate, right? Like you, it's hard to just change up plans like that within the span of a night. Right. Based on a leak, which like like, you know, based on what what the leak is, it's pretty it's it's pretty dire stuff. Right. Like it's pretty or not dire, but it, it's heavy stuff. Right. Like you're, you're, there are major story details leaking with the last was. But like those those story details don't necessarily affect sales in any way. Right. Like not. In a at, at, at the end the-
0: they do affect it, but like not in the way that like the, the Internet would want to make you think. Because like the story yesterday no. was really like all the. You know the forums were ablaze with people being like, "Sony needs to release it now." It's like that's not how games work, guys. Like, yeah, Final like seven demo was uh, data mined in January, and everything was leaked from that, or most things were leaked from that. And it's like that didn't stop Final Fantasy Seven remake from selling like hotcakes, right? Like that—that that just doesn't matter. What I do think yeah. though is, while I don't think this decision was made in the last twenty four hours, I wouldn't be surprised if the decision to announce it today was a reaction to the leaks. Um, I'm not saying it is, but I think that with the way that they like just put it out there, I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that this is yeah. damage control of some sort. Instead of putting out some type of uh, statement about the leaks, put this out. Distract people with the good
1: news, not yeah, or or at least at the very least put people at ease, right? Because the thought totally. has there have been so many questions in in KFTD about like, all right, now that these leaks are out, like what what does the Last of Us Part Two do? Like we all we all like we, there's speculation that it's going to be a PS5 launch title, all this different stuff. Like that that makes up that made up maybe about fifty percent of the questions, you mm-hmm. know, on today's KFGD. And the, this news puts pretty much everybody at ease in some sort of way, right? Like the the spoilers are st- still going to be out there, but with with this news people are going to be like all right cool at least we know that it's soon at least we know that yeah. these spoilers aren't going to be be hanging around here for the, the next like seven months for for uh, as we wait for the last of this part two
0: now here's a couple things though that i do want to bring up i think mm-hmm. that um some evidence that the announcement today is in some way tied to the leak is that we didn't hear about iron man vr we only heard about La- like essentially this is last of us news and how ghost of tsushima is affected by it <laughs> mm-hmm. right like until today we didn't know the ghost of tsushima had a move at all like that had a late june date so now the only reason that game's being delayed i mean no quotes delayed is mm-hmm. because of last of us yeah so this tells me sony wants last of us to be before ghost for whatever reason and on top of that it shows me that this news isn't the full news story that they think would have talked about in a state of play or in something when they had a bit more information that would have probably included Iron Man VR. This shows me that like ever, all this news is tied to Last of Us, if that makes sense. Now, the other thing is it might not be talking about Iron Man VR because that's a different can of worms in terms of production pipeline of yeah. people needing the that- VR system itself.
1: That's definitely my reaction to it with the Iron Man VR uh, being missing, right? I think Iron Man VR being a VR title and being a title that is specifically meant to sell people on PSVR, get people out out in the stores to buy that, uh, buy that game and buy the VR unit. I think a big part of that game's marketing is probably going to be demoing it in stores and having people actually like in Best Buy playing with Iron Man VR in a way that you cannot do right now right and so I, I that doesn't necessarily surprise me as much that they that they're they're probably undecided on it they're probably waiting for this mm-hmm. whole thing to kind of blow over before they really go hard with marketing Man vr because it's it, it's i'm not gonna say sole purpose is to sell sell the hardware but a, a big part of what that totally. game is meant to do is to sell people on the hardware i want to pull in this tweet from uh at sucker punch productions on twitter uh because they tweeted in regards to the delay they said as you may have seen ghost of shima is moving Moving out just a few weeks to july seventeenth there have been there have certainly been challenges in adapting to game development in a work from home environment but thanks to incredible thanks to an an incredible effort by a worldwide team, ghost is nearly ready for release. There are a few finishing touches uh, to apply but to apply in bugs to squash, so we'll put these extra couple weeks to good use. We hope you are all staying safe we can't wait for you to play and we'll have many more details on gameplay to share very soon Hell and yeah. so i I also think it could also be like a you know, a polishing thing from the Ghost of Tsushima side, right? Like working from home definitely impacts how uh those pipelines work in that way, right? Like how how quickly you're able to get things done. Um and so really I think I think this this case could come down to just a win win for everybody in terms of Sucker Punch and, and Naughty Dog. Um I've always been of the mind that uh Ghost of Tsushima is probably like far along if, if not like if it, Ghost of Tsushima probably would have been ready to go by like May, I bet um but yeah given the last was delay i think you just that that game got pushed out because of that but even even so right like working from home still doesn't doesn't help things
0: look at the end of the day Sony's the one making decisions on when these games come out it's not naughty dog it's not sucker punch on top of that though sony can say whatever they want if the games aren't done they're not coming out those days yeah and on top of that you add all this the situation we're in and it's just like, we're now getting like layers and layers where they're playing chess, but the rules of chess just keep changing. So it's like, I think that a lot has happened, but I agree with you that at the end of the day, this is going to be what's best for everyone uh, in, the, in the long run. I, yes. I will say that like I'm extremely excited that we're getting that June date for Last of Us because I feel like if it were, I, I tweeted about this uh, the day that the, the delay news happened, but if it were August or onwards, I would rather just wait for the PS5 because I know I'm going to get a PS5 when it comes out. And I'd rather the better experience with a game like Last of Us, right? Like with my my trusty PS4 Pro right here, just, you know, trying its hardest to take off into space. I don't know how it's going to handle Last of Us Part 2. I would much rather get the, you know, SSD experience with the uh, the ps5 but that is also bringing into question does ps5 even come out this year blah 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 but june to me i'm like that's close enough that i'm like fuck that <laughs> i want it now
1: yes uh, I want to bring in this next news story uh, because it, it feeds into this one well. Uh, story number two, but where the Last of Us Part Two spoilers are in the wild. I'm pulling from Mike Fahey at Kotaku, who writes: The wait for Naughty Dog's indefinitely delayed sequel to The Last of Us just got a whole lot more frustrating. Footage allegedly captured from a near-final build of The Last of Us Part Two was leaked on YouTube over the weekend, causing a cascade of major plot spoilers to flood social media channels and game forums. The footage, <clears throat> excuse me, the footage uploaded to YouTube over the weekend seems to Picked gameplay and what looks like pivotal cutscenes from the eagerly anticipated game. Some of it is in English, some in German. All of the footage contains debug information in the lower left of the screen, listing level names and other data. Because of this developer-level data, some news outlets are reporting rumors that, that the footage was uploaded by a disgruntled Naughty Dog employee. Uh, the original uploader had their channel removed from YouTube, but not before the footage was downloaded and re-upped by other accounts. As of this writing, I can find many of the clips with a basic YouTube search. I've watched the leaked footage. If it is legitimate as it seems, it completely ruins many of the game's big reveals and twists. There's a massive spoiler thread thread on Gaming Forum uh, Reset Era. Threads keep popping up on the game's f- official Reddit. I've seen several clips and spoilers, uh, posts, spoiler posts on Twitter this morning. The internet is basically a minefield of The Last of Us Part two spoilers. It's a good day to learn how to filter out words and phrases from your social media and web searches, such as characters' names and the game's title. And so this, is, this has been a thing that's been going on over the last 24 hours, um, and I've seen plenty of people in my timeline either get spoiled or take the precautions to, to mute everything. Um, this sucks. This is unfortunate. It this happens, sucks, but it's, it's horrible. it sucks. It's Absolutely
0: horrible. horrible. Like, this... Might be one of the biggest game leaks of all time um, without the game itself actually leaking. And it's just such poor timing for all this. I mean, obviously, this wouldn't be good in any time, but I feel like this is such a. What sucks to me about this is we don't know if it's a disgruntled naughty dog. There's so much editorializing going on there that we just don't know the facts. But none of that's uh, confirmed you got to assume that this happened because of the work from home situation i don't think this would have happened otherwise there's data being sent and accessed from places that normally are not allowed to access those things and mm-hmm. with that there's a lot more trust necessary for from so many different avenues and you know it's this is definitely going to i think be another major hurdle for developers to deal with uh over the next year of figuring out how this all works and um it's this type of bullshit that i think is like not it's not what any of us want the priority to be for them to figure out we want to figure them to figure out how to keep making the game and like how to get it out correctly not how to stop people from being little bitches
1: like this this is definitely gonna suck for for years to come like when it comes to developers and and like in, in their in their work, right? Like I there was an article we read on Games Daily, I believe like about a month or so ago. And it was like a gamesindustry.biz article and it was talking about how work from home uh is gonna change in the future, probably in the games industry, right? The games industry historically doesn't have a good infrastructure as far as like what work from home looks like from from big companies. I think indie like indie is like is another back of worms, but as far as like what it's like working at a big bigger publisher or a bigger developer, a bigger game studio, right? Like working from home uh oftentimes isn't really an option for whatever reason just because the infrastructure is, isn't there and the idea that everybody's kind of forced to work from home now you know there there have been theories that like this is going to help out with that people are going to have be, be kind of forced to to um figure that infrastructure out and figure out how to make that make that work um and that and that could have good effects on the industry going forward but cases like this really kind of take the wind out of that and really kind of uh make it suck for not not only like Naughty Dog right not only like even the higher-ups which like a lot a lot of theories is like oh yeah it's a disgruntled employee that's trying to get back at Naughty Dog for for work conditions there's no there's not really any um there's no confirmation on that but say that excuse me say that was the case right that doesn't just suck for higher-ups that also sucks for fellow employees that worked hard in this game that want to see this totally. game uh do well that that want to see that want to see their work received in the right way at the right time uh sucks for them it sucks for the industry as a whole that is that that is you know working towards better better work conditions um you know it sucks for like, gamers you,
0: you know like that's like, yeah that's for your audience sucks, too it sucks for people like us that have been waiting years for this game and you know, like the for a game that is so focused on narrative and story structure like the and character, like I don't want to know what the fuck happens in this game until I'm playing it and experiencing it. Like that is tied to what the game is, you know? Yeah.
1: For sure. I want to bring in this question from KDG, who writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can. Uh she uh, she writes, Waking up to see The Last of Us Part Two has leaked was very sad. Uh luckily I've I've avoided spoilers so far, but I have several questions about it. One, how's kind of funny going to handle reporting this? I guess you'll talk about the leak in general, but not the content. But will any of you watch it? two as a fan i definitely don't want to see the leaked footage but with so many trolls online seeking to spread spoilers is it better to at least experience them in game rather than just reading about it especially when it could when it could be months before we even get a release date three do you think this changes the new last part two plans which we've kind of already gotten the update on that um, finally, a PSA, everyone wanting to avoid spoilers should be careful going into Reddit comments and messages and not just the ones about the last list. Consider hiding Facebook pages and do whatever Twitter users do to hide keywords. And for KFGD, are you going to do anything, are you, are you going to be doing anything differently to avoid troy trolls in your wrong, especially for today? Um, so let's, let's start from number one, right? How it's kind of funny going to handle reporting this, um, you know we're talking about it in general right none of us have seen the spoilers and so and i don't think any of us plan to like really go out and seek those spoilers i'm already of the mind that i'm going to be spoiled at some some point but i think for us we're kind of in a position where we're more likely to be spoiled um especially like me and greg since we're on a playstation podcast patrols and whoever are going to try uh to do that and i've just accepted that it's going to happen and so like even if it happens i'm not gonna be mad about it like whatever um i like i i love the last of us pa- i'm i'm looking forward to the last of us part two but i'm not gonna let story spoilers ruin the game for me like if i know what happens i know what happens um but yeah we we're we're just gonna talk about it as it happens we're not gonna talk about spoilers at all on the shows um but then yeah for number two uh as, as a fan i definitely don't know what this is included, but with this, with so many trolls online seeking to spread spoilers is it better to at least experience them in game rather than just reading about it especially when it could be months before we even get a release date um tim do you have any thoughts on that one like it's a it's a it's an interesting question as far as like is is it better to watch to watch the spoilers i guess than to like to read them out of context i mean
0: it, i think it's just a weird thing where it's like uh, sh- sure like uh i would just avoid it unless you don't care and then consume it that like consume it however you you think is going to be the best experience for you like if you really are just like i can't avoid these like I, I don't even want to try to uh, avoid them. Maybe reading them would be better for you than watching the video. Cause at least that way you're not like seeing the experience that when you experience it for yourself, it, you're at least like, huh? Because I know yeah, like this actually it happens a lot with like uh Marvel movies or not even just Marvel, like big blockbuster movies, Star Wars, Marvel, whatever. Spoilers will come out and it's like, oh, the full plot is is out, and people are reading it, and all the comments online are like, This is absolute trash. This sounds horrible, and then it's end game. And you watch it and you're like, oh my God, this is fucking awesome. And all those people are like, oh, I was fucking wrong. Not all of them. You can never talk in absolutes like that. But uh, yeah. you get what I'm saying. I think it's the same type of situation. But if you want to see it for yourself, you can see it for yourself. I'm not going to do that because I want to play it for myself the first time. It, spoilers suck, man. And the people that want to like ruin people's day with spoilers, you're the scum of the earth. That's all that it is. Like, yeah. And if that's what gets you off, like, hey. I'm not
1: like my whole thing is just do what's best for you. Right. Like if you yeah. feel like watching the spoilers is going to protect you from reading the spoilers, like because you get to see them in context then like go for it just as long as you're not spoiling anything for anybody else. Just keep it to yourself. Right. That's like my big thing is just keep it to yourself. You know, no, don't, don't need to talk about it. You don't, you don't need to make threads about it. Um, But yeah, like do what you got to do. I I'm, I'm of the same mind of as Tim, as far as like reading a spoiler and seeing a thing in context, I think, is way different. Like, again, if I read a spoiler that says, like, says like a character does a thing, right? Um, seeing the character do the thing is probably going to be more impactful, or or seeing the context around that thing is probably going to make still make that experience special in a way that just reading on paper, like, X character dies, or X character comes back to life, or X character yeah. does whatever, like, who cares, right? Like, I I watched enough Walking Dead and like and like enough, uh. Movies and shows that do have characters die or or come back or do whatever that like like I don't know man who like I don't I don't necessarily care that much you know about X character dying because I probably could have guessed whatever the spoiler is um, if I'm reading it out of context. It just what, what sucks to it. me
0: is like I, I truly feel like sponsor or not sponsor spoiler culture like it, there's a responsibility to to everybody to like protect themselves if they care about that stuff and. What just sucks about this is it, the timeline on that is ex, like just stretched out so long that it's like not fair to, to those people. Like if once Last of Us were to come out, it's on you to protect yourself from spoilers. It's out. You have access to playing it. And if you don't have access to playing it for whatever it means, it, it, you need to figure that out. This is unfair to everybody because it's not on them to – they have no access to it. You have no access to be able to experience this game yet does that make sense yeah. and it's just yeah. like like that to me is like man y'all fuckers
1: <laughs> yeah and then as as far as uh slash you are wrong right like when i'm hosting i tend to uh like right now there's somebody in you're wrong who's who's trying to spoil spoil the last part two right like i tend to read them before i before i say them aloud um and so i'm going to make sure you know i'm doing i'm doing an extra good job reading your wrongs before i actually say them uh allowed. But once again, like I've already resolved that I am going to be spoiled. Like that is like that's not a that's not a thing that I'm worried about at this point. That's a thing that I'm like, it's gonna happen. Right. And Greg does a, a, a similar thing where he as the show goes, Greg goes through your wrong and like edits edits them out. Um so that when we get there, uh it's easier to read. But you know, we already get like a lot of your a lot of stuff in your wrong, and we all we already get like a lot of trolls in your wrong. It's so it's so, so easy
0: to look at your wrong and see what's bullshit, and what's not. So yeah, just letting you know. Yeah,
1: and so we're we're vigilant about that stuff. So don't you don't have to worry about us reading anything out in your wrong. The nanobiologist writes in to Patreon.com, so That's kind of funny. Games and says, "Uh, hi, bless and happy birthday, Greg." So simple question: Do you think the release date announced for the Last of Us Part Two is a response to the major league? If not, then why didn't PlayStation announce this less than a why why didn't PlayStation announce this less than a month uh, delay instead of delaying it indefinitely? The latter makes it sound like it it, be, it become a fall or 2021 game and not just a couple weeks later than expected. It just seems odd and very reactionary over being coincidental to me. Thanks, Daniel Biologist. Hmm. I mean, I, I think you announced it as indefinite just because you've delayed the last part two before right where the world is in a state where everything's kind of up in the air and i i honestly don't think they were of the mind that they were going to release it a month later as of the time they delayed it i think they were they really were like hey we just don't know and so we are going to just make this indefinite in case we do want to make the decision to either make this a playstation 5 game or a 2021 game or, or whatever um but I, I, I think over the weeks, they probably came together and they were like, okay, no, we know what we want to do with this. We want to go business as planned. You, of course, got to talk to um, Sucker Punch Studios, right? Have, as PlayStation, you, ha- you need to have that conversation with Sucker Punch and Naughty Dog to figure out where these games are going to land, right? There's a lot of conversations being had and a lot of things to figure out. And I think them delaying it indefinitely, were, were, I think that was them making the decision that had to be made and then figuring it out uh, as they were going.
0: Yeah, I think it has more to do with uh, production than anything, and I think that the indefinite was them knowing that they weren't in a place that they were going to hit the date that they originally had, and they're just like, "We want to be as soon as possible after that, but it can't be until we're ready." And this sounds like a good time for them to to do it.
1: Let's move on to story number three. WWE Two K Battlegrounds is this year's WWE game. I'm pulling this from Christopher Dring at GamesIndustry.biz, uh, who writes. And Kevin, actually, as I'm reading this, there's a trailer. Um, that it'd be cool if we are able to watch that after we read the story. The story goes, 2K Games has named Patrick Gilmore as its new executive producer for the WWE series. The appointment follows criticism of last year's WWE 2K20, which received a strong negative reaction from consumers and press, with PlayStation even issuing refunds. 2K has confirmed recent reports that there will not be a, a WWE 2K21 this year, as it takes extra time to make the game, make a game that delivers on quality and fun. However, there will be a, a wrestling game this Christmas in the form of WWE 2K Battlegrounds. The publisher uh, describes Game as an over-the-top experience, and it's being developed by Saber Interactive, which is the team behind NBA 2K uh, Playground series. Last year's WWE game was the first title entirely developed by NBA 2K creators Visual Concepts, following the departure of long-term franchise developer Yukez. Gilmore will be will be part of the Visual Concepts team. Uh, He has spent 25 years in video games, having worked on Disney's Aladdin for second Genesis and Mega Drive, uh, Killer Instinct, Medal of Honor, and has most recently worked. At Amazon on the game New World. In an open letter to fans, 2K said, quote, we want to address WWE 2K20. We've heard and we've heard and appreciate your feedback and continue to listen to you closely. Since launch, we've released five title updates addressing hundreds of reported concerns and have released four WWE 2K20 original DLC uh, expansions to build on and improve the expansions or the, the experience. We've also heard your request to keep the WWE 2K19 servers running. They'll remain active for the time being all that being said we hear you and we want and we know you want more uh from the franchise so here's what we're going to do we're applying what we've learned to the next wwe 2k simulation game with a renewed focus on quality and fun as part of that commitment we are we are extending the production timeline and will not be releasing a WWE 2K simulation game in 2020. We want to ensure the development team at Visual Concepts can create a great game that will entertain grizzled WWE 2K veterans as well as newcomers who want to climb through the ropes and step into the ring for the first time, end quote. 2K also reaffirmed its commitment to the WWE Supercard series, which is currently in its sixth season. The letter concluded, quote, 2K and WWE are reaffirming a long a long-term commitment to expand the WWE games uh family in ways that directly benefit you the fans. We are taking the time we need to deliver the quality you deserve while at the same time offering new experiences and ways to have fun with the WWE superstars you love. And that's the bottom line cuz 2K said so and quote.
0: There you go. There you go. So here's the thing man. Um 2K20 obviously was a dumpster fire, and everybody knows yes. it. I'm happy that a huge they dumpster are fire. acknowledging it, taking it on the chin, and being like, hey, we're not putting out a game this year. We're trying to make it even better for next year. We understand. We need to do this right. All that stuff's good. Then they announced this Battlegrounds game. In theory, this is what kind of, at least a step towards, what people want from a wrestling game, which is fun, more old school style, just arcadey stuff. The playground games have been cool, the NBA games, right? Yep. So all of this sounds like it should be a good thing. There was WWE All-Stars that came out last gen that was like, this seems like a pseudo-sequel to. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, kind of over the top, stylized, all that stuff. But before we watch this trailer, I, I just want to let everyone know. I'm getting major Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 vibes from this. Where you look at it and oh, you're yeah. just like, oh, not like this. Not like yeah.
1: Nice. No, legit, I, like, let, 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 press play on the twi- trailer, Kevin, uh, because people need to see. The Rock's face doesn't look right. So, get, get rid of the audio panel.
0: Yeah, I'm just worried about a copyright strike on that one. Oh, that's a good, that's a good idea. Um, um, who the fuck yeah. approved this?
1: <laughs> for, so for audio listeners, right, it is very much like a, it looks like NBA GM characters <laughs> wrestling. I uh, wished. Like, I just, I don't yeah. understand the, the, the thought are, process
0: on the proportions
1: of these characters. Like, the proportions are cartoony, for sure. But they're cartoony in a way where it's like, y'all <clears throat> y'all really, like, went hard. <laughs> like, y'all really kind of went, I know like, I know the style is supposed to be over the top, but they might have pushed things too far in certain ways. It, I,
0: I, who, yeah, I some agree. Some of these characters
1: look kind of odd. Who's this supposed to be?
0: That's Charlotte. That's oh. supposed to be Charlotte Flair.
1: In, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they kind of look like
0: little people. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit. Yeah. Of it's an interesting, interesting it, it's choice.
1: Such an interesting choice.
0: But yeah, well, I I,
1: rock. like yeah. toward the beginning, where they when they zoom in on his face, like go a little bit forward. There we yeah, go. Yeah, like, right there. Look at that. He looks what? lifeless.
0: Yeah, it's like, and again, I mean, here's the thing if you're going to go with the style, like at least add some style. Like this gives me vibes of the Fast and Furious Crossroads trailer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, like for sure. And this is definitely like, I'm sure this was. Rushed, right? Oh, given, given, yeah, given the timeline looks of everything, and yeah, this definitely looks like it's it's rushed. But I mean, I I watched some like reaction videos this morning to this, and some folks out there seem very excited. And so, I mean, like, I'm sh- I'm sure this has an audience that's going to appreciate it. And like, I'm sure the people that loved All Stars uh, are probably going to enjoy this somewhat. Um, NBA NBA Playgrounds, right? Was a game that, or there are two, there are two of those games now. But NBA Playgrounds, I think, found an audience and was was fine. Right. Like I played it and I didn't love it. But if 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 this works for some people, I think that's all it's meant to do while we wait for the next This just sucks though, game. man. This should
0: work for more than some people. And I feel like yeah, everything you just said is right. However, this this is a rush job. And it's like there's no getting around that. Like yeah, I highly sure. doubt that this game's gonna get eights.
1: No. No. And that sucks.
0: Because no. it should. It shouldn't be I don't that know, hard to I don't make know it...
1: if 2K playgrounds got uh like NBA 2K playgrounds that got it. Did. I don't it. It's, did it? I think it did. I could be wrong, but I think I might it look that did. up. But
0: NBA. yeah, this def-
1: this definitely strikes me as a thing that is going to get people by. It makes me wonder though, what is uh next next year's 2K twenty two, I guess. Yeah, two K twenty two gonna look like. Um I'm trying to look up NBA playgrounds on Metacritic. I I, I don't think it has a Metacritic page. I don't know if it has a Metacritic page.
0: It does on PlayStation Four. It got its Metacritic is a sixty-eight, but it's it got, right. it got some sevens. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the. You no, know, this is also a PS4 page. I'm looking at a page that says seventy-three, and so I think there's there's multiple pages where I don't know what's going on here, but that I expect this to to hit around like the sixty-five mark on Metacritic. You know, Man, I don't know.
0: I mean, I think it will, but I think it's bullshit. It's so. this I hate this. I don't like this news at all, man.
1: Mm-hmm. I want a I mean, fun
0: arcade wrestling game. Wrestling I think,
1: is awesome. It should be cool. This doesn't look cool. I think this news is great from the stance that uh, there's been there's been bullshit from from WWE 2K over the last couple of years, right? Like 2K20, we all know was, was a garbage garbage truck on fire, um, and not in the good ways when we think of a garbage truck on fire. I. Th- in, in in their press release right here where they're where they're giving quotes to talking about the new leadership over 2k or wwe2k right like it's they're being open and, and and transparent in a way that i appreciate um but then also like yeah they're they're showing the next steps right they're saying hey we're taking a break this year because we saw that 2k20 wasn't good we're putting out this game to make up for that but then next year we are revamping in somewhere or coming back with 2k22 and it is going to be What you kind of expect from this franchise? I think I I, I think at the very least that's a good statement. But
0: that's transparent. But it's like you know what would be better? Hey, we're taking a year off to work on this thing. We're not gonna put shovel shovel out bullshit just to like keep things going. Like uh, here, here, I have a question for anybody watching this right now: Does this game excite any of you? But then the follow up question is: If you're excited about this, don't you wish it was something else instead, though? Like really. Let me know. I, Please write in.
1: I got a question from BJ Bernardo who writes in to patreon.com. So it's kind of funny. He's just like, you can it says, hi y'all follow up to my Friday question. Is WWE two K background, something that interests you or something that gets you hype. I feel like they tried this before with WWE all, all stars, but that didn't really go anywhere. Is the ridiculous over the top hyper realism gameplay, what the wrestling, uh, what the gaming wrestling world needs to re- revitalize itself. Are we ready? Do we not know? Does our ass need to call somebody? Can we dig it? <laughs> Sucka. Thanks <laughs> BJ Bernardo. Uh, BJ Bernardo has been rocking it with the questions. Shout out to BJ. But yeah, I'm kind of with you, Tim, that this doesn't, this doesn't do anything for me. Um, maybe it depends on how much if, if, if this comes out and it's like 10 bucks i doubt it, it will be i don't I've, i don't know how much the the 2k playground games were but if this comes out and it's like 10 bucks i might give it a shot I and, and we'll see it's gonna but, be a 20 game yeah i think 2k playgrounds uh, nba playgrounds came out around that and so that's kind of what i expect from this also but we'll see Tim. yeah we'll see Story number four, Google abandons Stadia Base branding as it launches its free tier. I'm pulling this from Rebecca Valentine at gamesindustry.biz, who writes, even though Google has effectively launched its free tier of Stadia, Stadia Base, it's no longer calling it that. Earlier this month, Google announced it would offer two two months of Stadia Pro, which is normally a paid subscription service costing $9.99 per month. As a part of that announcement, Google added that games purchased as a free part, uh as as Games purchased as a a part of the free Stadia trial would remain accessible even for users who cancel their subscriptions after the two-month free period. Users signing up for Google Stadia also now have an additional option at the end of the process, allowing them to opt out of the two-month Stadia Pro trial and simply begin purchasing games through Stadia uh, without signing up for Pro at all. Let me stop you right here. What up? This is way too convoluted. (laughs) Google it, Stadia, figure your shit out. Oh, yeah. Dude, th- that's pretty much the whole purpose of this article. Let me yeah. continue. Google has additionally confirmed that uh, to GameCenter.biz that users who let subscriptions lapse will still be able to purchase new games for Stadia, play them, and will have their re- the resolution capped at 1080p, as originally stated, for Stadia base, with pro subscribers able to play games in 4K. However, while Stadia Base exists now in spirit, last week Google shared in a community blog post that it had, quote, decided to move away from the nomenclature of Stadia Base entirely. quote We're very excited for uh, that Stadia is now free and open to everyone who wants to create an account in our in our supported markets," reads the post.
0: So, if I say this correctly, mm-hmm. very little changes, but now it's just yep. now it's just Stadia, which is free, and Stadia Pro, which costs money.
1: Yes cool and they and they just they bungled the messaging of that it's pretty much this whole story yeah. right and i don't I don't, even, I don't even know as of now if you can just go directly to to, to just base stadia right if i just want to do stadia i don't know if you have to do the two-month pro subscription that's like the thing that's kind of missing in the puzzle for me because the way the story talks about right it's talking about how for the two-month trial of stadia uh stadia pro once you're done with that that de- that then transitions you to regular stadia I don't get if that's a thing that everybody has to do if you want access to just Stadia or if you're just able to sign up for Stadia. Kind of funny.com slash you wrong if you have um clarification on that.
0: I mean it says we're excited Stadia is now free and open to anyone who wants to create an account. So I imagine you can just go and get the Stadia free <laughs> if you wanted to without yeah. the trial. That that would just be silly. Cause why not yeah. let's get the trial? Yeah. I'm excited for tomorrow's Connect. Maybe they like they they do some type of <laughs> Honing in of messaging of what and what this is, yeah. making it worth it, but not likely.
1: Let's let's talk about the Stadia Connect. Story number five. There's a Stadia Connect happening tomorrow. I'm pulling this from Chris Moise at Destructoid, who writes Google has announced that it will host its newest Stadia Connect live pre- st- stream presentation next week. Next week means tomorrow. The stream will be available to watch uh, via YouTube and goes live Tuesday, April 28th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Google released very little detail regarding the upcoming showcase, but did tease that it would feature quote, a few new games uh, headed to the fledgling streaming service, which went live back in November 2019. In recent news, Google finally l- launched the free version of Stadia, previously monikered Stadia Base earlier this month, while the paid Stadia Pro service is currently offering a free, month, uh, or free two-month trial period to new, customers, or new subscribers. Tim, what do you expect from the Stadia Connect tomorrow?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, a few new games they're talking about, so that's cool. Like, I wonder if we're going to, I doubt we're going to get anything substantial, but maybe like, you know, we got Baldur's Gate from the the last one that they did. And like, while that doesn't speak to me. It definitely speaks to a ton of other people. So I think that we can probably expect games of that caliber to be announced. Um, the fact that they're even doing this at all, they're committing to this product still. Like, it's not, it's not over yet. So I think that this, I don't expect this to be the thing that turns it all around, but Hopefully, this is a, a good step towards clearing things up and and making Stadia an actual viable product.
1: Yeah, that's that that's kind of what I'm hoping for, but I'm not necessarily like ex- yeah. expecting. Like Stadia is in a very unfortunate place right now because X Cloud is a thing that exists and is only going to get better once they open that up. Um, and Stadia from the get go has just had bungled messaging and um. Just weirdness all around it, right? Like the the launch lineup was mediocre. Doom Eternal got got delayed, which which um really put a damper on what that launch lineup looked like. Um, and then people just haven't people just haven't been talking about it, right? People just haven't been talking about Stadia in a in a um in a great way, right? When, like when they really... do
0: talk about it, it's bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is I've not heard anybody really praise Stadia that much. Um, given what it is, right? I just it doesn't seem like a service that is comparable to like other streaming services that are are, are coming out like xcloud that's kind
0: of the the biggest problem is i feel like you know xcloud in in all of its betas so far has been a major success people are talking very positively about it. it's not perfect but people are very up on it um then there was the the nvidia one i forget the name of it but the geforce now i think it was yeah that happened and like all the bad news about that is just you know people pulling out of it but it worked like people were stoked about it when it was working with the Activision games and all that before they got taken off. Um whereas with Stadia it's like things aren't working. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's a major problem when you are currently the the not only biggest of the the competitors out there doing it but you're also like the ones that are going full in on it like as your only means of putting the games out there. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well- as a thought experiment, what did Google Stadia come out and announce tomorrow that changes our minds
0: on it? I don't think anything, honestly. I think that it's it's nothing to change minds tomorrow, but it's about, again, moving towards being able to change minds in the future. And I don't know what that looks like, but I think it's it is just about clearing up messaging and making the base product look like a worthwhile thing that I feel like what they really need to do is just make it seem like it's a free thing that works. If they can nail that, then uh, have all the pro features kind of be like a if you're in, you're in, you get that. But no, we're focusing on the free service. That I think would be the right move.
1: Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I I think it tomorrow needs to be them coming out and being like, all right, like I I don't I don't think they need to like give the spiel of like we know that Google Stadia hasn't been what it's. It, it's chalked up to be or whatever. Like they don't need to come out and say that. Cause that's out and be
0: like, here's what we're doing to fix it.
1: Yeah. Like just, come, just come out and be like, okay, here's, here are 10 games that are coming to Google Stadia and let the 10 games be bangers and show them off in ways that, that make that sell us on it. And, you know, make us understand what's going on. Make us understand like what your market, what your marketing thing is for this. Cause right now, like the whole Google, St- the, the Stadia base uh versus, or yeah, Stadia base versus Stadia thing was kind of a bungled, uh, like it, it was bungled messaging come out and just be clear about it and 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 really sell people on what's the services because right now like they're not really doing that in any in any sort of way and then our last story story number six bethesda is donating one million dollars toward COVID 19 relief efforts i'm pulling this directly from bethesda's blog they write with the impact of this health crisis being so great and widespread we want to help by donating to an array of international and local charities which are directly involved with COVID-19 relief efforts. We plan to donate $1 million to follow, to the following frontline organizations. $500,000 will be given to Direct Relief, a charity which is directly involved in COVID-19 relief efforts, including the critically important work of providing personal protective equipment to healthcare work, workers. $250,000 will go to UNICEF, with, uh, which partners with uh, frontline responders around the world to keep children and families safe and protected, and then $250,000 will be donated to local COVID-19 relief efforts within the communities where we work and live. These recipients will be be chosen by our individual studios and international offices. This way, we can support worthy charities fighting COVID-19 in our local communities across the world. As we continue to stay home, we're committed to finding ways to connect with our fans, fellow gamers, and local communities through hashtag Bethesda Bethesda at home campaign. Um, we'll be streaming from our home offices, and we'll be we'll we'll offer you the opportunity to help out the same charities we're supporting. Check out Bethesda.net or our social our social channels for updated stream schedules, or tune in to Twitch.tv/Bethesda. Whether it's playing games, watching streams, or however you're choosing to stay active during these challenging times, we encourage you to find ways to stay connected to others while we continue to observe social distancing guidelines in an effort to keep everyone safe and healthy. Tim. Good it's guy, Bethesda, man. Good stuff. Love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah, Love to see it. Shout out to Bethesda. Uh, these are great decisions, and it's, it's, it's great whenever we see big game companies do this. We've been seeing it a, a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome to see companies continue to do it. Tim, I'm very excited to see when the next company donates a million dollars to COVID-19 yeah. relief efforts. Yeah. But that's hopefully not so far away. If I want to, to know what's coming out now, to garbage shops, to mom and shops. God, I got a shops. <laughs> <laughs> to grop to, to shops today.
0: Where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday.
1: yeah. Before I get to out today, I'm going to take a drink of water and then I'm going to read our, our sponsor. because- There you go. The
0: do it, man. I love it, Bless. Drink that water.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, of course, you can go to patreon.com kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. Speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Old Spice. This episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is sponsored by Old Spice Pomade, Old Spice Putty, and Old Spice Styling Gel, because great hair always wins. Your hair says a lot about you, and with Old Spice Pomade, you can make it say the right thing. Tim has been using Old Spice Pomade for, for a while now, and he loves the look of it and the hold he gets from it. Also, it smells really good, and Gia likes that it's Old true man pomade.
0: here's the thing i've been using this uh for the entire time we've been at home um i've been i've been using this here pomade Uh-oh. and i'm loving it a lot i'm loving the hold that it's given my hair i have more hair than ever right now um uh, just because it's harder than to cut ever. It on the on the top you know what i mean oh yeah but it's, it's holding nice it's making my hair look like i i normally like to have it which is fantastic but uh something i didn't expect to get out of this was gia noticed the smell she's like i, I like the, the smell of this and i'm like thank mm-hmm. you thank you very much so hey i'm getting i'm getting some like unexpected pros
1: out of this one thank you old spice old spice pomade with medium hold uh gives your hair a clean cut matte finish it says things like i'm late for a very important dinner slash video meeting to strike very important business deals with very important business folks it's classic tim stuff uh again tim uses it i can tell you right now i'm looking at tim right now on the on the, Mm -hmm. on the monitor tim looks amazing
0: Thank you. Thank you it very much. Specifically <laughs> the, the
1: hair though. <laughs> Specifically the hair. I mean, no, real time I, I do
0: but... love I love how easy this is to use where it like it just lets me get my hair where I want it, you know? That's always like kind of the the mm-hmm. thing I struggle with the most, but I've been having a good time with it.
1: Again, thank you Old Spice for sponsoring this video. Try Old Spice pomade, Old Spice uh putty or Old Spice styling gel. Let us know how that hold works for you. Um it, or let us know the hold that works best for you. Uh, Old Spice hair, pomade. Great hair always wins.
0: It's true. And I'm a winner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Out today, we got Mosquitoes and Zombies for PC, Uh, Adapted Tank for PC, Deranged for PC, Wasted World for PC, Shattered Hourglass for PC, and then Knock Harder for PC, New Days for You. Uh, The Last of Us Part Two is coming out on PS4 on June 19th, And and then Ghost of Tsushima is coming out on PS4 on July 17th. Now it's time for email. Of course, you can write into patreon.com. That's so kind of the games where you can, you can get your, your questions on the show. We read your questions on the show. Everybody has a good time. Lord of Pwn wrote in to patreon.com. So kind of footage games and says, what's up with this Mick Gordon, doom eternal soundtrack and Bethesda, Bethesda slash it's software beef. Uh, could the next doom game really not have Mick working on the soundtrack? And how did the official soundtrack uh, release end up so badly related articles uh, that I haven't seen mentioned on KFG yet? He sends in some articles for us to check out. Tim, have you been following this at all? The Mick Gordon, versus very, but that's the thing.
0: Very lightly. I just know that you know everybody. He's renowned. Everyone loves the the music from the Doom games. Then when they put out the yes. soundtrack, the mix was horrible, which doesn't make sense for how much care they put into it. Typically, um, yeah. And it sounds like there's beef now between them. So that that's not fun.
1: Yeah. So to add some context, yes, like Mick Gordon has worked on both Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. Um, both the soundtracks have been phenomenal, uh, but Doom Eternal if you if, if you compare Doom 2016 to Doom Eternal, Doom Eternal does have some weird mixing to it um and so much so that like you've seen people pointed out on the internet right like there's i'm looking at a tweet from that acdc guy uh they tweeted here's comparison between the original bfg division from doom 2016 official soundtrack and then bfg 2020 uh remix on doom eternal soundtrack And he tweets images of the audacity files and if you look at the image of the doom 2016 16 um like wave spectrum right the the audio spectrum the wavelengths have like way more definition and way more like variation and variation to them versus the um the 2020 Doom Eternal BF BFG Vision division song, which seems very like kind of flat. Yeah, compressed and kinda and, and kinda flat in its waves um and like apparent apparently Mick Gordon didn't get to mix this one uh is like the big thing. And you've seen there there have been there have been quotes and like tweets and Facebook messages from him kind of talking about his his displeasure with this right like there's one person uh who or i guess that acdc guy also tweeted "Uh, Mick gordon is a far more talented audio engineer than me it's not even close and that's what makes this especially frustrating i expect i expect much better from him again the music itself is phenomenal but this mix on the the official soundtrack is frankly terrible and then Mick gordon on twitter replied to him saying i didn't mix those and wouldn't have done that you'll be able to spot the small handful of tracks i mixed being meat hook command and control etc and then I also saw this has been a thing that's been breaking over the last week, and I didn't include it in news because the way in which it's, it's been breaking has been kind of weird. Because I first saw like a screenshot of a Facebook message from Mick Gordon, uh, somebody talking to him, and I couldn't I I couldn't tell if it was real or not, but seems like it's legit. Of uh, somebody asked somebody asking about the Bethesda soundtrack and him responding like, "I don't think me and me and Bethesda are gonna be working together anymore on Doom," like stuff like that. Um, it's it's unfortunate. I don't understand how this came to be like i don't know if, if maybe it was a budget thing they didn't want mick to mix it for that or if they just were r- rushing the game or what like what the situation was but yeah it it, it seems pretty unfortunate if mick doesn't want to work uh again with the doom team because yeah. he's he's produced bangers like doom 2016 is one of this, is one of the gr- best soundtracks of this gen by far um and i'd even say the same thing for doom eternal um but yeah like it's, it's, it's a weird situation. It's an unfortunate situation. Really? Totally. Like It just seems like it's one of those things where it's just beef and beef happens. Um, and overall, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. That's where you write in. Let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Um, an Nanobiologist writes in and says, I just made a Stadia account. You can decline uh, the, the pro two free month trial when making a new account so thanks for verifying that for us nanobiologists um and that's our only you're wrong for today see that see that you don't have to worry about them trolls uh this (laughs) week's hosts are as follows tuesday it's me and emron wednesday it's greg and gary witta thursday uh it's greg and me and then friday me and tim return hell yeah yeah tim did you see did you watch the show on friday because i thought of a new nickname for you I, but did I, I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want oh, to, Oh, you know, what's funny. Though. I actually,
0: I tuned in just for this bit. So I did, I did see this. Yeah,
1: the Timothy De La Gettys.
0: De La Gettys. I, I kind of love it. I, it is, you know, a little too close to Timothy De La Ghetto. Uh, it is. The, yeah. The former. Well, but he's,
1: he's, he's changed his name now.
0: Yeah. To China wrong. Chata go wrong. Sue. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah. Legendary YouTuber. God, I think
1: that guy. He's, he's on, on wild now. I don't he know if he's still a wild now. He is.
0: He is. He is. is he is. He? Yeah. 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 He's he's as OG as it gets.
1: Yes. And so I might. I'm. We'll see. We'll. We'll see how that nickname goes. I yeah. might. Cool. Somebody, Greg. Might somebody... Cool.
0: Greg used to call me that back in the day. Did Tim he really? Timothy Yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: Totally based off of Timothy D'Alaghetto, though. So. That's perfect. Yeah, but I appreciate it.
1: Remember, the Google Stadia Connect reaction is happening tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. I'm reacting to it live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Uh, we're also doing our second sponsored Predator Hunting Ground stream, so make sure to tune in for that tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, we're hunting down Al Tribesman, the Predator. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Um, and then uh, this week, this Wednesday afternoon, Gamescast is recording. I believe this, this Gamescast, we're talking about our predictions that we made earlier yeah. in the year. Yeah, the predictions. Our, giving our updates.
0: We made I think it was in January. Um, all me, you, Imran, Greg, all did our predictions. Now we're gonna look at those predictions and see how wrong we are because of all this uh, the situation going on.
1: Yeah. Are we gonna do are we gonna update them or are we just gonna just take Yeah, a look yeah. At them? The
0: idea is we're gonna go through them all and see, like just as a group, one by one, go through and like see how likely those predictions still are. And then at the mm-hmm. end of it, yeah, we're just gonna throw in some new updated ones of seeing kind of where we think things are gonna be, even though we are just shooting in the dark
1: sick and that episode will be available later in the week on youtube.com slash kind of funny games of course this has been kind of funny games daily each and every week at 10 a.m live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about we have a patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com so kind of funny games so stick around for that otherwise until next time game daily